What's up, you majestic what the fluffs? I'm Tyler. And I'm Shorty. <laughs> and we are the, the Inner Idiots. Idiots. This podcast contains graphic language, violence, and other things that you probably should not let your children listen to. Please enjoy. Welcome back to The Inner Idiot, the show that will make your butthole pucker tight enough to pinch a penny in half, like the first time I saw a priest pecker. That's right, I'm Tyler Havlin, I'm your host. You scoff, but there's a lot of pressure pleasing the Lord, okay? That's, that priest said, take this blood of Christ. I was like, I thought the blood of Christ was red. God Motherfucker. You hear him. That's right, my wonderful co-host, the Lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic strips, Shorty Fresh in the flesh. Two claps and a Ric Flair for Lord Shorty Hoffman. Golly, we got two. Oh, you hear that extra woo. How you doing today, Shorty? I'm all right. I'm all right. Well, now, are, we, are we commenting on the comic strips that because I like stay naked? Because yeah, yeah, normally it's Commander of the Comic Books, but now we're going to strips. Like, Do you even own shirts? I do, but I appreciate the uh, <laughs> the question. Mm. He's got that shirt allergy, you know? That's right. You you hear an extra voice. You hear you hear a little woo. Shorty, you feeling good today? I'm always feeling good. I'm feeling good today. So let's fill up our cups, have a toast to the good times. For today's special guest, two claps and a Ric Flair for Philip Good. <laughs> woo! <laughs> How you doing today, boss? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Pleasure to be here, guys. Pleasure to be here. We're glad to have you. Yeah. Don't know what I'm doing, but I'm pleasure to be here. Word. We, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah. We, we just saw him on side of the street, threw a bag over his head, Son brought him in. Yeah, that was Shorty's phone ringing. It's, it's okay. Time, it's time to wake up. Is that a no-no in this business, the phone ringing? Nah, not uh, really. I was smart enough. It, least, I was smart enough to leave silent mind, but it's okay. Well, I silent mind. That's just an alarm. It just adds a little flavor to the show, you know? Word. So... We're going to get into this top five today, and after that, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back and interview Phil. But today's top five, let me find it because I texted to myself, top five things you did before the pandemic that you can't do now. That I can't do now? Yeah. So Uh, number five, buffets. Look, the, the thought behind buffets are fucking weird anyways when you really think about it. Now that we got COVID going on, like... You're standing with a bunch of fucking strangers. You don't know if they scratched their balls. Hell, I probably just scratched my balls before I reached into that. <laughs> so food. you're the problem is what I'm I'm hearing. probably the problem. That's okay. why you don't trust it because you do all the bad stuff. And you right. know that everyone's going to do exactly as you do plus more. Exactly. That's sad. But yeah, so <laughs> so buffets are, are becoming a thing of the past with COVID. Fucking no. the Chinese buffet still open. And I still eat the shit out of that. Ooh, no, I need Chinese. to go to the Chinese buffet. Fuck yeah, dude. Motherfuck. Main moon. I've never been to that one. Also, guys, May Moon, please contact us for advertising. (laughs) Number four, go into a bank without a mask. Like, I used to do it just to get a thrill, put a mask on, go in a bank. You go in a bank still? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I like that humor and interaction. Oh, okay. We were talking about that last episode. Matter of fact, Reba gave me a hard time for before today. She's like, I bet you gotta go to the bank today. Yep, I gotta go to the bank. Just why though? Like you don't fucking just use your card. Like, Look, them. Like, what are you doing? Like I'm just. That's curious. Like what do you do in the bank? 
them old ladies make you feel so good. They're so sweet. So I just go in there, deposit my money, or withdraw my money. Who gives you fucking cash? Huh? But right. Are you selling drugs or something? I'm lost. Selling drugs and sell my butthole, sell whatever I need to to make That's a dollar. Right. You're right. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. That's right. Word. It ain't gay. It's finances. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is spit. Just spit in public. I spit the other day. Oh, I dude, still fucking do that. And I, I looked around. I was like, fuck. Not in here, dog. <laughs> not, not in here. I was just looking. <laughs> like, I'll be walking through through a fucking factory or something, you know, t- spit on the ground. I'm like, fuck. Am I allowed to do that still? I still do. I don't yeah, give a shit. You know. People yell at me for it. I don't give a fuck. Number two, kids blowing out birthday cake candles. Now, this is a fucked up thing anyways, because them little snotty motherfuckers just be blowing everything all over that cake, and then we're supposed to eat it afterwards? Yeah. Fuck that. Get them a goddamn cupcake. Put the That's candle exactly in. what I'll do. Exactly. Then, then the fucking cake ain't contaminated for everybody else. Fucking be eating little yeah. Timmy snot and shit. And number one is oral sex. I don't want to fucking hear it, Tyler. You still do that shit. Yeah. I hear you. But sometimes I got to wear a mask when I do it. I think I might be doing it wrong. Fuck. Right. When you do it to yourself, I don't think you you can't catch nothing. I don't want my dick to get COVID. <laughs> That's true. Good point, actually. Fucking around. Reba have COVID walking around. If Reba, <laughs> if Reba has COVID, you have COVID. Not if I go down on her and wear a mask. Yeah, but think about the positive. Would you rather have COVID or herpes? Uh, I mean, dude, herpes is isn't the that gift that like, keeps on giving. Like, isn't that sh- like shouldn't that just be considered like a dental dam? Is that isn't that what that is? A dental dam? Yeah, a dental dam. What's a dental dam? I don't know. A fucking piece of plastic you put over top of a pussy. I don't. Have know. you done that? Beats me. I'm, no. I, I need a, I need to meet one person that's actually done that. <laughs> no, have you? No, is that a real thing? I, I apparently it's I've heard it. But I've heard of it. So uh, I, I, I'm so hot and bothered, girl. Give me one second. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to grab my dental dam. <laughs> Give me one minute, babe. Stay, stay hot and ready. Like, who does that? Stay hot and ready like Little Caesars, bitch. Mm, pizza, pizza. Word. Fuck <laughs> dental dam. I gotta look this up, man. I ain't never heard of a dental dam. I swear to God, like I've heard people talk about it. Therefore, I assume it exists. Is that something beavers make? What? Dental beavers? Dam? Yeah. Beavers? Yeah. Mm, they make dental know. dams. They make dams. I know you're supposed to put it on a beaver. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Look, we should Google this shit. We're going to Google it up. All right. I'll Google it. <laughs> on that note, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to hear all about Phil. Because today's about you, my guy. I feel like every day is about me, but I really appreciate today being the day, though. Today yeah. more, yeah. more special. Yeah. We'll more highlight special. it. We'll highlight yeah. it. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back with Phil. And like I said, today is all about him. Yes, it is, guys. Every day is all about me. We're going to ask a few questions, and we're going to play a clip of one of your songs, Ooh. man. Ooh. Are you guys ready for that, though? We're ready. Mm. I mean, I have it. Do you guys have a lot of lady listeners? If you got something to tell the lady listeners. I'm just saying, panties will drop. I mean, there may be need some wet Well, time. they haven't dropped from us yet, so <laughs> it's about time something else happens. <laughs> well, I mean, when I go home, they drop. I mean, I, I usually have to ask him to drop. But right. That's when he pulls out his dental dam. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Get her all wet with the thunder thimble. 
<laughs> All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Phil. See, 36 years old. Uh, kind of just pursuing my dream from Cincinnati slash northern Kentucky area. Got a little girl named Seven. Got a little girl who's Seven's my world. She's actually out there in the, I don't know what you call it out there. The, wait, the, the, the waiting area. The waiting area. Yes, there the waiting green area. Room. A.K.A. the living room. Yeah. Uh, man, I just found my way into music and I'm just doing music. Not much to really know about me. How did you get into music? So I used to write poetry when I was a kid. And always, always was a writer. Always, 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 always. You strike me as a roses are red kind of guy. Roses are red, violets are blue. Suck on me and I'll suck on you. Like, you know, I just made that up right there. Copyright or infringement, guys. <laughs> we know what we're doing on the next break. <laughs> uh, no, I used, to, I used to write music when I was, when I was uh, not write music, but poetry. And then probably about 12 or 13, you know, I thought one, Eminem came out. I wanted to be a rapper. Then I started recording myself. And, but I never let anyone listen to it because I was recording it and the quality was never good. But it was always good enough for me to feel good about myself like I could do something. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I just felt good. Didn't let, I let a few people here and they're like, oh, you're talented. But it never got no further than that. And uh, actually, I was just up and down in life. I, I, literally, I was a bad kid to like 25 or 26. And I say yeah. kid because I was a kid. Sure. Uh, I had my little daughter. And uh, kind of just stopped out of music, really. Just I was always silently writing. And then right before I had my daughter, or right after I had my daughter, I met this girl who was into country music, and I didn't listen to country. And um, I started listening to it, and I started liking it. And I stopped liking rap, which sure. was weird. I went from loving rap, hating country, to like, yeah, I can't do rap. I can't understand what this dude says. I'm out. Um and then I started listening to the country, and I met this girl. She took me to a, a country concert, and I was just hooked from the atmosphere. I was like, wow. Hey, you go to a rap concert, you got these ratchet women. You go to a country concert, these women are just... I fell in love every time I looked at someone. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in love. No, no, I'm no, no, I feel you, dude. Like, like the I'm a, difference I'm is a crazy. Huge, I'm a huge metalhead, dude, and, like, country concerts are the scenery, dog. Right. I'm telling God you. I was like, bless. And I hate to say that, maybe kind of that persuaded me to get into country music, but I was like, hmm. It's them boots, man. Them boots. I'm still yeah. not into country music, but I appreciate the scenery. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm telling you, you want to find a good woman, go to a country concert or go to Target. Target. Or Target. Dude, you'll you fall in love every second you go in Target. <laughs> it ain't like Walmart, dude. No, I don't um, fucking shop at Walmart. But then I uh, started writing the music, and actually, uh, you know, she'd always tell me, this girl used to always tell me to write her a song, and I wrote her a song, and she'd be like, oh, that's, that's decent. You know, she didn't, I didn't really get no glorification, no nothing. Didn't really sing it, though, because I wasn't much of a singer. Right. Like, I could always, like, imitate people, but I never, ever could sing. Found mm. your own voice. Well, kind of. I So, we ended up breaking up, and then, uh, you know, it was a bad relationship, so I, I started writing about that, and I wrote one song. I wrote one song, and then uh, once I wrote a song, I recorded it myself, and it was crappy. Like, I literally used Pro Tools uh, first edition, where you can't use nothing, no EQs, no delay. It was literally just three voices stacked on each other, just the beat, myself, um, and I put it on SoundCloud just to listen to it. And then I let one person hear it. He came back the next day knowing every freaking word. And he was like, bro, you got to do that song. I was like, dude, I, I just want to, I want to try to, I want to be a songwriter. I want to sell that song. I can't sing. He was like, no, no, dude, you're fucking, you're, you're, that's good. That accentuates your voice. I'm like, really? All right. So then I like was walking down the street one day and I seen the sign for studio and I was like, Hmm. I can't record myself. I got to find someone who can do it better. I went in there. The guy's like, "Oh, he was he was a he was a Mexican. Couldn't understand him, but he had everything. He had you know, Pro Tools. Uh, he had all the mics. Could play every instrument. 
I wrote the song to a beat that ended up get, it ended up selling. Like I couldn't buy it. Someone bought it after I wrote the song before I could buy it because I why would I buy it because I wasn't a singer. So I went to buy it and they're like, up, oh, it's gone. So then I had to go to this guy. So I had him make the beat and then I had him record me. But like we were just taking, he was taking too long and the and the language barrier and I, he wasn't seeing my vision. This is around September of last year. And then um oh no, this is around August of last year. So August I get on in July I got on TikTok and it was I was just gaining a little bit of momentum because I was funny. I was doing a little bit of parodies. You know what I'm saying? Sure. What made you decide TikTok? I got, you want me to sell you on TikTok or why? Nah, just why you why you pick TikTok? Because uh, I mean, there's other platforms. So I didn't pick TikTok. I actually downloaded TikTok like two years ago. Never used it. My niece got my daughter and she's like, "I want a TikTok." I'm like, "Well, I'll get it. We'll see it." And I pulled, got it. Couldn't even understand it. And actually, tell you the truth, funny story is, um, I got the app. Didn't do it. A year later, Glover walks in at work. He's like, "Bro, you got to get on TikTok. You would kill it." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Nah, let me see." It. He was like, "Let me just show you how to make a quick video." And he showed me like three seconds. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I could probably do that." And this is like, literally. At the time, TikTok, it was it was it was starting to gain, right? So I did some parodies on there, and then I started posting that song on. Then I posted a song on there, and it just it just like took off. But TikTok was actually at the point where they were everyone was saying it was going to go away. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they were banning it, and back in it was September fourth, they were banning it. So I was making this song with this guy, and like from like July or just from like August. Until like the end of September, and I, I like almost got it finished, but like he wouldn't finish it. Like he was taking a slow time, and I was paying him. And I was like, "Man, dude, TikTok's about to go away tomorrow. Like I gotta get the song." And like I literally like pressed up on him, made him send me this copy that wasn't even all the way ready. I sent it to a third party company, got it mastered over there, made it sound just a decent enough so I could put it out the next day. Because if I didn't put it out on TikTok the next day. TikTok was going to be gone. Right. So right. I thought, uploading. well, I'm going to upload. And at that time, I only had like 20,000 followers, which it's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm, but to me, that was like, oh my God, I've never had more than that. So I thought, I got to get it out. got to get it out. And I got it out. And then from there, fucking, it just went off, man. TikTok, going going TikTok going. didn't go away. 20,000 went to 50. 50 went to 75. 75 went to 100 real quick. You know, next thing I know, I kind of like stopped working with that dude at that one song. And then I met another guy named Kyle Otto. Uh, he's down at uh, Transient Labs. He uh, owns Dark Heart, Ray, uh, Dark Heart Records. I met him and we did a song and it just clicked. I found him. He was like, you know, I didn't have nice. to argue with him. I did the song in two hours. It was mastered and mixed in like three hours. Everything was good. I heard it. I was like, Holy shit! I sound like Justin Bieber. This is what a well, this is holy what shit. Like. And I'm like, holy shit! Like if I would have had this guy from the time I was 15 doing music, I would have been a star. Right. Well, so, I mean, I, we listened to that clip. I went from six to midnight real quick. Dude. My 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 dick got rock hard. Well, it I will. Mean, as I'm hard telling as a 37 year old man's dick can get. Listen, if you're not getting any punani from either your wife, girlfriend, or anything, you put that song on, they're gonna go. 100. percent well, you better just drive down the street playing this, Shorty. Is that what I gotta do? Yeah. Speaking of the song, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play a clip of it, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more to Phil. What do you think? All right, sounds good. I can do it. Yay! FaceTime, girl, I want you offline. Control me, hold me, chase you to the baseline. Calling, texting, yeah, I want you on time. Your body's on me, I can see it's been a long time, yeah. Think we need a long time, yeah. Show me everything. 
There it was. Ooh. It drops when? When does that song drop, Phil? The 26th. So in two more days, what is it, 24th? Today is the 24th all day. It in is. two more days, you can pre-save it on Spotify and iTunes at the moment. Sweet. Or you can go to my website. It's www.philipgood.com. has everything. Dope, dope. Excellent. All right, so uh, you recently, I don't know how recently, but have, have quit the 9 to 5 grind and started I Wish it was the 9 to 5. And chasing this full time. Yes. Let's hear about it, man. What what went into that decision? Well. What fears did you have? I was a finance director, so I was making actually really good money, and I was running four dealerships. Uh, and once COVID hit, man, it was just crazy because my pay plan was all about gross, but they were about selling units, so it was less gross. I was, I was making money, but I wasn't making crazy. Like, I wasn't making like I was. But once COVID hit, it, it really, like, kind of messed up the whole industry we couldn't get trade-ins we couldn't sell cars trucks weren't delivering them people weren't trading their cars in banks weren't financing so the the little cars that we had on lot we went from having 700 cars to like 300 cars and we couldn't get any more so we had to make so much profit off so instead of like selling cars for really cheap but a bunch of them at a time we went from selling the cars and making really good profit off less cars so my pay went like Psh. hell yeah so for like from march till november i probably doubled or tripled what I was making and I was able to put X amount of dollars back and um I was about to hit a hundred thousand followers and at the time TikTok was like you hit a hundred thousand followers you can get verified and I was like man at the time I like at the time I had two songs out and one was like taken off and uh I said to myself I was only giving it ten percent like music. I was literally writing the songs at work to going to a guy at twelve o'clock at night record them in two hours you know not fully knowing the songs not learning the shit getting it mixed and mastered putting it out there real quick slopping it not knowing advertising not knowing nothing and i was gaining so much momentum i was like man if i could just really just dive into this and put all my effort into music like i do this career there's no way i would fucking fail right but i, but I had i had i had to do a, i had to do a hurdle because a i have a child support a i have a child's mother like this ain't just my decision um, luckily and crazily at the same time, my child's mother was going through a divorce. So, you know, she didn't have much to hold her back and, you know, she needed some help and I could help her. Hey, so I came with the idea. I'll say, look, if I quit my job, if I can help you and do this, do that, do that, I'm going to, I'm going to, I literally had like a business plan for like, look, you don't, she don't know about my TikTok, TikTok at the time. I was like, look, I got 80,000 followers. I got this many streams. I feel like I can make this amount of money. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. I'm going to quit my job. Are you okay with it? And she was supportive of that. She was supportive of that. hundred percent. Nice. Wow. man. That's, that's cool. That's awesome. So I quit it. I quit the, I quit that. And I had a little bit of money to uh, live off my savings. And I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I made a t-shirt coming right off the bat, which that wasn't making me money. But TikTok, I was going live on TikTok the whole time for like three months. And uh, people would give you gifts. I'm not much. I didn't understand that. Like Glover, like a lot of people game and they get gifts and like they make good money off of it. And I, but that's how TikTok is. If you go live and you do whatever you want, like I was getting gifts. So when people would send me a gift, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I don't want your gift. Please do me a favor. Go to link in my bio, download my song, make a video of my song. That's how I want you to support me. I was never thinking about monetarily and money. Mm -hmm. And then I met this girl with a million followers and she kind of told me about the ins and outs of TikTok and what she does. And I watched her and I was like, wow, this girl's getting this much money by doing this and that. I can do this easily. Sure. 
So all I did for now, and then when I took what I knew from this car business, when someone would send me a gift, I wouldn't say, oh, thank you. I'd say, oh, my God, you can send five more. Right. I bet you can send five more. And then obviously I got I, I kept growing. I got more and more followers. So when people send me gifts and I, I say, hey, go follow this person, you know, they want to keep gifting me. They want to get followed. They want to get recognized. They want to get notarized. So then I just started going live and singing and getting people who send me virtually yes. And I started making enough money to like not even touch my savings. Hell yeah. And it allowed me to put it back into the music. So now I can, you know, I was able to put, go travel, make a music video, pay a little bit of advertising, pay a little bit of money to do some playlist booking through Spotify, et cetera. And it's just been, and I've just been picking this place apart. Like I picked apart the last career. You know what Hell I'm saying? Yeah. Once you get good at something, you like, you just pick it apart, you know, but back of the hand, mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near that with music, but I'm like working on it right now. Right, right, right. Because right, it's right, a numbers right. game. Right. Yeah, Probably exactly like with the podcast, a numbers game. Yeah. That's all it is. So you said getting verified on TikTok. What does that do for you? Um, it really doesn't do anything monetarily, but it just does it for like. So if I approach a uh, a venue, I'm like, hey, what's up? Uh, hey, I'm I'm uh, verified on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Instagram. It just gives you way more leadway and okay. kind of I would say buying power to people because any Joe Schmo when they go to book, uh, you know, they're they're gonna book like a a bar. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to literally go to like Riverbend right now and be like, mm, let them verify I'm this, I'm that, and that. So I have like some, I have some legging behind me. You know sure. what I'm saying? So that's, that's the big thing too. So they see that blue check mark and they're like, oh, this they guy think, can bring people in. They think that blue check mark is sexy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how I've gotten free uh, passes to Comic Cons and stuff like that because my Instagram is verified. Oh, are you? I'm working on getting mine right now. How'd you get verified on Instagram? I've just been active on it for the last like four years. How many followers do you have? Uh, over 10k. Ooh, I'm about to hit 10k today. Ooh. Ooh, and it's just, I mean, it's like I'm not doing anything special. I'm just taking pictures of comic books and saying like, this is what I thought. You've of got it. that. You've got that niche though. You've been in that yeah. niche for a while. Yeah, and I mean, I've and been they, but they years. verified you for that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cause Cause I mean, he, does, he doesn't I've, present it as his own work. Yeah, he just reviews it. Yeah, and like fun, I've had few people, uh, I've had few people report me to like major companies inside, like DC, Marvel, and stuff like that. Things I posted about. And they were like, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah, they, when they come at me with the uh, whole, like, hey, you're uh, trying to steal our money and stuff like that, I'm like, well, I'm not gaining any money about this. Like, by the way, I'm also buying your product. Right. So, like, we had one guy actually hit me for copyright, and he was like, oh, you're stealing all this stuff. And I sent him a picture of, like, all my comic books and stuff. And I was like, where am I stealing? I am right. legally buying these things from a comic book distributor and everything like that. And I was and, like, and, and I'm not asking. I'm not asking for money. I don't give a shit. And telling people to go buy your comic. Right, right. Yeah. I was like, never once have I sat here and slandered a comic book saying like, hey, don't go fucking buy this piece of shit. Like, never once has that uttered in my mouth. They should if, be thanking you for advertisement because well, you have 10K. So well, anything you post turn- off film goes to your viewers. Well, that's what actually turned around followers. and happened is because um, like any comic book convention or anything that says like actual con at the end of it, like if it says like Dragon Con comic con or whatever like that's an actual thing that's brought on to you by the publishers okay so um i got free passes to louisville uh louisville comic con because dc um image and dark horse were all down there and they said hey we want you to come down here and write a review of the comic con and specifically these four or five artists or whatever okay cool i don't even have a fucking blog all it is (laughs) is fucking instagram so i had to fucking make a blog for this shit and so i went in there and uh did that or whatever and it was cool 
And so, like, that's how I got verified real quick. It's just because I'm just you did a publicized art. You get you did a publicized art article. Yeah, that's but I how told you're him able was, to. And I told him straight up, like, um, because the one, um, I think it was Dark Horse, though I shouldn't probably say that, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, they actually told me they want me to run a spotlight on this artist and this t- uh, uh, writer team. And I said, well, I'm not going to do that. And they were like, why? I was like, if I don't like their artwork, if I don't like their writing, I'm not going to talk about it. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do with comic books. Like I buy every bit of a dozen comic books a week, and I post maybe seven of them. But you post the ones you like, exactly not the right. ones you want to tear down. Exactly right. Because I don't want to tear down anybody's work. You know what right. I'm saying? Because what might not be right for me might be um, right for you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's how it slowly just progressed into that. And like I've told him that I wanted to start doing TikTok, which is like one minute reviews of a comic book. Because I could teach you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the few things. I've been sitting there tinkering with it at work, just messing around, playing with it, seeing what I could do, and yeah. you know, who knows what could happen. Well, TikTok, I'll tell you, I'll just give you a reason why you want to do TikTok. I always sell this to people. Uh, Facebook, where does your post go? Just to your friends. Right. Snapchat, where does it go? Just to your friends. Instagram, where does it go? Just to... Unless ah. you do reels now. Unless you do reels, it will go out to, it will go out to everybody. Um, Twitter, man. Twitter is what see, I don't do. Game. Twitter, period. Dude, and I, I keep being told to do Twitter, but I've never had it ever. We, so it's like I don't understand it. We went from 20, 30 listens a day, sure, up to one hundred and eighty listens a day. Yeah, we're breaking almost two hundred now. Because yeah. Twitter is really great for this, man. So because we are a podcast and we are signed up with Twitter as a podcast, if somebody puts the word podcast in a tweet i see it mm. i can comment on it i can i can just drop our show right in and everyone else can see that that's what everyone keeps telling me i'm, I'm actually looking in on twitter and and dude i all, all the time i see hey what's spotify music recommendations because it, again anytime somebody says spotify it, it pops you me in there you're a podcast and spotify yeah. okay hmm. but so on that note you got anything coming up any upcoming events I have a. I am opening up for Twista on April tenth. Now, see us old guys. We know who Twista is. He was the shit. He's. I feel like yeah. Uh, he's uh. He's still doing. I don't think he's making any good music, but he's he's his music still like. I literally was looking at it yesterday. Like all of his videos and millions. Right. Yeah. But I love all the songs too. So it's like this is like a never once in my life would I ever thought that I would be op- passing the mic to Twista. Right. That is fucking. I wanted dope. to pass him a blunt. <laughs> Can I say that on here? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't smoke it. I just want to pass it to him. I was talking about fucking <laughs> smoking Priest Pecker earlier. I think a blunt's all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want to smoke that. Degrees but it depends on what you're smoking. But, uh, yeah, so. What? um, So, yeah, I got that coming up on April 10th. Um, Where, where's that's that at? at Thompson House in Newport, Kentucky. It's almost sold out. But then I have in. April 2nd to the 4th, I am going down to Nashville to probably, uh, it's not written in stone, but probably to uh, just perform at Tootsie's. April 12th to the April 12th, April 13th, I'll be in Salt Lake, Utah. And then April 15th to the 20th, but the 17th, I'll, I'll be performing in Vegas. So is this all with Twista? No, so I'm a, just opening up for Twister on here, but like I'm starting to do my own thing now. I'm starting to branch out just by myself. Like I've did three major opens up for like three big big artists. Let's hear them, man. Uh, Brag a little. Well, you might not. You know, Ty Marches. No. He's a verified country artist out of Nashville. Nope. Uh, me and him did a song, so I opened up with him. And then Bez Believe. You probably know Bez Believe. 
Name sounds familiar. Bez believes with Kevin Gates. He's, no, he's I know more that of a he's name. a country trapper. He's verified everything. A what country trapper? So trap music mean? on the countryside. Oh uh, yeah, it's just a. Uh, basically, he just mixes rap with a little bit of country beats, a little hip hop. He's from the south. He's from Florida, so. Uh, but he's a uh, he two hundred fifty thousand on Instagram, five hundred thousand on Facebook. Every almost every music video is over a million on YouTube. So it was definitely a. Uh, even though I'm not cons- really rap, I think I was trying to just get out in front of as many people as I could. Sure. So a country trapper, that's the guy who bridges the gap between rap and country. Right, mm-hmm. I can do The two genres Jelly I don't Roll. listen to. Like Jelly Roll in a sense, but more rap. If you listen to Jelly Roll. Yeah, I don't I've know what that is either. Of him. Jelly Roll's good. You should, you'd like Jelly He's like a mixture of blues, rap, country, Man, I listen metal. to alternative rock and metal. He does a little bit of he does alternative. fucking classical. That's like it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I'm old school rap and country music, dude. That's like all I listen to. Yeah. Anymore. Just I'm also so. trying, trying. I was trying. I was almost getting on with Garth Brooks, but then Garth Brooks canceled the show. What a bitch. May 21st. I was like so mad. Fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. So we're going to take a break on that note. When we come back, we will have something for you. I don't know what it is just yet, but we're going to have it for you. All right. Yeah. Take the break. Hit the button. Hit the button, shorty. Jesus. All right, so we haven't done it in a few episodes. Phil, this is a little segment we call What the Fuck Facts. What for- the Fuck Facts. That's right. We do mm. it for all our majestic what the fucks out there. <laughs> so basically, we just this is our time to educate the listener on some stuff they might not know. Ooh. Yeah. So if you know any strange facts, man, feel free to chime in on these. And there's a solid chance we've talked about it because there's like we're run- we're hitting the bottom of the barrel at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've right. gone over a lot. So here's my first one. There are more than 300 dead bodies on Mount Everest. Now here's the first question that comes to mind. Is who the fuck wakes up in the morning and they're like, you know what? I'm going to go freeze my balls off on top of a goddamn mountain. If I want to climb something, I'm going to roll over and climb on my girlfriend. Like, that's what I want to climb on. Fuck a mountain. You want to climb mountains? I don't even like heights, dude. I mean, you're still on the ground. Yeah, I guess, but you're really high from the rest of the ground. So, hey, here's a here's a what the fuck fact: you can go par you can go parachuting one time in your life without a parachute. Yeah, just so you. But know. then it's not parachuting; it's skydiving. Yeah, you can go skydiving. Stupid. Whatever. <laughs> but who whose job is it to count the dead bodies on Mount Everest? Like, well, how do you get that job? How do the pay is on that job? I want to know how they know, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this guy went up the mountain and never came back. Is that how they come up with that statistic? Or do they just miss him counting on the way out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, there's a company that turns dead bodies into ocean reef. I, I think I've heard of this. Like, they put them in a, a decomposable sack. Did you say sack? Sack. Hmm. Uh, bag. I don't know nothing about that. It's it's the company's called Eternal Reefs and offers innovation solutions to uh, after death uh, after death uh, burials. Put yourself in the ocean instead. That's pretty cool. Now I've also cased in a reef ball. I've also heard of planting yourself as a tree afterwards. I heard of that too. I did hear about that too, and everyone. A lot of people are actually going on to that. Like that's like a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they like tie you up in a ball and shit and fucking put soil and stuff around you and then plant a seed right there and then drop it. I wonder how round my tree would be. Huh? Like, I'm making a redwood. 
It's got to be a red I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of seed they put in there. So it don't I mean, matter what seed. It mixes with my DNA. It's like, oh, this tree's hungry. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be round. A meteor is as strong as 10 atomic bombs exploded over Earth. Everyone missed it. What? That doesn't even make no sense. Whoever wrote that... that Maybe you just read it retarded. I don't know. It made me feel retarded. So we're going to go to the next one. Dogs like squeaking toys because they sound like they're prey. Mm. Ooh. Sound like they're prey? Yeah, like who the fuck? They ain't no dog hunting no more. They, I mean, are dogs out in the wild just hunting squeaky toys all the fucking time? What animal sounds like a goddamn squeaky toy? But what person's able to dictate that? Like, man, you know what? After uh, after evaluating this dog, he definitely that's his prey. Like, who? Like, how can you? I mean, maybe it just how's that even like a fact? I mean, it sounds like they, you know, like the uh, squeaking of a small animal or something like that, like a squirrel or something. But if shit. it is on the internet, it's got to be true. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Google don't lie, people. Alfred what? Hitchcock was frightened of eggs. That's a that's a weird thing to be frightened of eggs. Now speaking of eggs, we're sitting in my living room last night, right, watching Snowpiercer. Eggs are a rare thing on this show, so they're eating eggs. But as the scene was cutting in, dude, I just released the biggest cheek clapping fart I could. You're stupid. Right? And Reba looks at me and she's like, I smell the eggs. I was like, no, that was my ass, honey. It was great, dude. Did you have eggs before? Like, No, but surprisingly, they smelled like rotten eggs. That's gross. Most farts smell like rotten eggs, though, for real. Yeah. Uh, spider webs used to be used as bandages during ancient times. Spiderwebs? Yep. In ancient Greece and Rome, doctors used spiderwebs to make bandages for their patients. Spiderwebs supposedly have natural anesthetic and antifungal properties, which can help keep wounds clean and prevent infection. Hmm. Spiderwebs, y'all. So Spider-Man's definitely got something that we didn't even know about. Yeah, he's a doctor. Oh, holy crap. He's a doctor. He could be a doctor, huh? I mean, later on in the comic books, he does have a PhD. Does he really? Yeah, in... Uh, some kind of science, though. It's not like he's... I mean, it's a doctor regardless, you know. Here's a what-the-fuck fact. <laughs> Phil never read a comic book. Somebody in our age range had never read one. Never. I mean, you did grow up in Newport. Actually, though, I grew up four houses down from Home Plate, which was a comic-slash-like baseball uh, card place in Newport. And I never, ever got one. Hmm. Yeah, he was doing cooler stuff. That's, mm-hmm. To me, it sounds like a sad existence. <laughs> I was writing songs. That's what it was back word, then. You know, word, I was getting word. ready for now. Yeah, I got you. I mean, see, my, my comic experience was a really short period of time, like from four to eight, maybe. And then I got into sports, and I didn't get back into comics until later in adult life when becoming a nerd again was acceptable. Right. But you, you're just a motherfucking trailblazer, Shorter. You've been a nerd all your life. That's right. I mean, How old were you in your first comic book? Huh? How old were you when you got your first comic book? Uh, the first comic book that I can vividly remember getting is when I was like eight years old. And like my brother, who is 15 years older than I am, actually would like pick me up on uh, Wednesdays because that's when comic, like comic book day or comic book day he actually used to be on Thursday. So he'd pick me up on Thursday but when he would get paid and he would take me to the comic book shop and tell me I could only get one. And because like uh, my whole family grew up, like or at least my brothers and si- my siblings and whatnot, we grew up loving Batman, like the Batman animated mm-hmm. series, the original movies and stuff like that. I would immediately go to the Batman comic books and just pick one up. And it didn't matter if it was part of a story arc or whatever. I would just pick it up. And 
probably at the age of 13 when I started getting my own allowance, I would walk all the way to Turfway and pick up a comic book from Comic Book World, and I would buy one a week or so. And then eventually I started working, and I was able to buy more and more. Just, and just manifested since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kept <clears throat> growing and stuff like that. And I've had people, you know, especially younger, you know, uh, in my early early teenage life, you know, people would make fun of me or whatever for being such a huge nerd. And all of a sudden now I'm the cool kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, now man. you're verified. Yeah, exactly right. Everyone's like, oh man, tell me more about like the Avengers comic books and stuff like that. I'm like, well, the originals suck. I can tell you more <laughs> about that characters in them, but whatever. Yep. Here, here's one. It's a good thing. You're not a ferret shorty. A ferret? A ferret. Ferrets will die a year after not having sex. Really? What? Poor guy. Jesus Christ. Dude, I don't know. So, really? Yeah, so scientifically, a female ferret is sexually mature at four to six months of age. Once they go into heat, they don't come out of heat until they breed. So their estrogen will just keep building and building and building and building, and eventually it will kill them. So it's only female ferrets. Yep, that's all I saw. Oh, well, then uh, see, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're pretty enough. With that long, lush hair you got? Ferrets just smell. Oh, I hate smell ferrets, so dude. bad. Disgusting. No, they look cool. I mean, like, it, the ideal of having a ferret is, like, so awesome. <laughs> and then you meet someone that has one, and they tell you, like, the ins and outs of it. And you're like, Ooh. Yeah, their whole house smell like bump. Yeah, yeah, you can be a ferret person. I'm good. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> yeah, so ferrets, no, you don't. If you get a female ferret, you better make sure she's getting some. Word. You are more likely to get a computer virus from visiting religious sites than porn sites. I wish we had a buzzer to hit every time we. That's use why I keep used. getting these viruses. Is you you holy mm, rolling? I huh? always always look up the Christian sites. Yeah, I gotta find. I gotta. I always gotta find. You know the scripture verse I'm looking for. <laughs> right. <laughs> a cloud can weigh more than a million pounds. A what? A cloud. A cloud. A cloud. Can weigh more than a million pounds. Yes. What? I mean, I guess it's just water. You want the scientific explanation? Sure, hit me with it. Let's see if it is scientific. If you ever pictured yourself lying in the clouds, keep this in mind. The average weight of a cumulus cloud is 1.1 million pounds or almost 500,000 kilograms. They don't seem light and fluffy now, do they? There was no scientific explanation in that whatsoever. I don't even know what a fucking cloud is made of. Now, look, they, they look kind of look like giant marshmallows. I love me some marshmallows. Obviously, look at the belly. But still, <laughs> just saying. You got any strange facts for us, Phil? Uh, I don't. You don't know nothing off the cuff? That's fine. Uh, no, I mean, she should have gave me some homework. I could have brought something. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, this, is, this, is, this was a spur-of-the-moment thing. I wasn't sure how long the interview was going to go. I wanted to make sure today we got to focus on you. So basically you thought you were going to kick me out for like 15 minutes. No, no. I mean, possibly. possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're going to do that. You you got any more for us, Shorty? Uh, it would take one hour to drive to space. One? Like just straight up, no detours. Apparently. Just, no stopping to take you got in your car, turned, uh, turned on the ignition, and drove up to the sky at 60 miles per hour. It would take just one hour to get to so outer space. So 60 miles is in outer space. Apparently. Huh. That's a lot of miles, but not that many in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like it'd be way more. I feel like it you'd, would be way more. Yeah, you'd think it. <clears throat> well, I think that's all we got today. Well, here's another one. This oh, is, it's not all funny. we got. 
A cornflake in the shape of Illinois sold on eBay for $1,350. Who's got $1,350 spent on one cornflake? I, I mean, can take a dollar thirty. Shaped like Illinois, man. That's got to be uh, top notch. Ain't everything shaped like Illinois? Like, oh look, I just spit. No, you're not shaped like Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I'm shaped like something though. The can is not shaped like Illinois. I mean, no. you're shaped like something. For, that's for damn sure. You are a shape. You are definitely a shape. I'm in shape. Circles of shape. That's right. Exactly. Exactly what I'm saying. All right, you got one more for us? Uh, da, 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 da. Are we announcing the outer a, idiot? A uh, fortune cookie company once foretold the uh, lottery, resulting in 110 winners. What? Yeah, in 2005, one Powerball drawing had a shocking 110 second-place winners who all attributed their luck to their fortune cookies. The folks at Powerball were suspicious. Typically, there are just four to five second-place winners. However, no foul with... No foul play was involved. Neat. That is pretty neat. Yeah, but that's all I got. All right. On that note, today's outer idiot of the day is none other than Philip Good. Ooh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's a good thing, man. Well, then I'm an idiot then. Today Aren't we are, all? Today you are our honorary outer idiot. Thanks again. Again, Thompson House. April 10th, Thompson House, open up for Twista. Also, if you want to download any of my music, go to www.philipgood.com. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, my my newest single's coming out. Like I said, if you can pre-save it or make sure you get it by the 26th, it's called Everything. All right, and that is the clip you heard earlier. I will put a link of yours on page. Yeah, and I'll put a link in the... Uh, I think I'll be songs. able to put... If you got, you can download this, I could probably put your guys' thing inside my website. Yeah, However, what I do is I'm not a very smart website, so I employ my <laughs> sister who runs that. And so when I say I'm going to put it on, really I'm going to delegate it to someone else. Word, word, word. And hope it gets there. That's a good sister. Yeah, delegate. Usually that's what he does with me. He's like, hey, can we do this? And I'm like, you mean me? And he's like, yeah, that's what yeah. I said. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. That's smart. See, so he's a good delegator. He's a good boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. would call me the boss. Good leader. We're partners in this shit. Yeah. I mean, well, you, you get a better mind. You can mind fuck people better. Yeah. <sighs> I, I did trick Reba into being my girlfriend. True so. story. True story. You do that every day, though, right? Uh, dude, I'm way out of my league in that one. Ooh, I need to see a picture now. But all right, anyways, I remember. <laughs> I remember your first boyfriend because if you went from that to this, <laughs> seriously, boyfriend. he was not that cute. <laughs> he had braces too, which is crazy. Oh God! Yeah. Good thing. Oh. You kept talking about dental dams with him. <laughs> oh, we gotta look that up when we get out of here. <laughs> all right, you what the fucks? In the meantime, in the betweens time, remember. Energy given is energy received. So send no send nudes. Cue the music. I'm we digging out. It. I'm digging it. <laughs>